This is Robert Merdlachi, the Mindshare Learning Report, Canada's Learning in Technology EMAC and Scene. And welcome to this week in Canadian EdTech Mindshare TV unboxing event today with Dr. Julian Reed, founder of Walkabouts on uh, Healthy Active Living. Um, thank you for joining me today, Dr. Reed. Thank you so much, Robert. Happy to be here. A little bit about Dr. Reed. He's a professor in the Department of Health Sciences at Furman University in Greenville, South Carolina, is an affiliate of the Prevention Research Center in the Arnold School of Public Health at the University of South Carolina in Columbia. Dr. Reed holds a Bachelor of Arts in Environmental Studies and uh, a Master's of Science in Exercise and Sports Sciences from the University of Miami and a Doctorate in Exercise and Sports Sciences at the University of uh, Northern Colorado, most recently received his Master's in Public Health at South Carolina. A little bit about his startup, Active Ed uh, is an educational technology company that is developing an innovative movement-based platform that accelerates learning while improving health. Thank you for joining me again uh, today on this Friday, a uh, perfect day to be active uh, as we have beautiful sunny skies. It, it's, uh, it's not an easy thing to do these days. I, I just heard, uh, a cardiologist interview uh, this morning in Toronto, uh, a colleague of mine who's written a book on play, um, highlighted that 95% of adults or people in general aren't active enough in, in their day. So talk to me about the inspiration behind your startup. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he, he's correct. Most American adults as well as children aren't meeting the recommendation for physical activity. And we know physical activity is a great way to prevent disease, but we also know it's a great way to prove your overall mental health. And we just don't get enough activity in our day, but it starts early on, obviously. The kids who are more active tend to be more active adults, but what happens is many children today go to school and they're sedentary throughout the day, and they don't necessarily change those behaviors over time. And so what ActiveEd and Walkabouts was designed for was to allow those teachers to teach what they already have to teach in standards, whether it's in Canada, whether it's the United States, but do it with movement. I was a kid who got in trouble all the time for moving. You know, I was a hyperactive kid. They didn't really talk about ADHD back then. They just said, you're really hyper. And I am a kinesthetic learner. And there are a lot of kids who need to move as they learn. But when they do that, they're often considered a behavior problem and they don't get those opportunities. Well, walkabouts puts two things together. It puts the content the teacher needs to teach with movement, the things kids like to do when they're elementary age kids and no instruction time is lost. One of the biggest barriers of getting movement in schools is a lack of instruction time because principals will say, hey, you got to teach these things. So our system knows what state you're in or even what country you're in, pulls in those standards and therefore you can teach what you're already teaching and you get kids moving and the movements that the kids do 
tell the teacher if they're getting a concept or not. So it's really kind of a win-win. Kids get to move and learn. Teachers get to teach something that they know that kids are going to be engaged in. And everybody benefits not only the mind, but your body. Brilliant. And as someone who is a graduate of sport management uh, in, in the KIN program at York University, I, it's very relatable to me. And, you know, it's been part of my DNA. It's my kids as well through through the years. So you're right. You set the, the habits at an early stage in your life. Talk to me about the brain science behind this. Yeah, so it, it, it's really counterintuitive when people have children and even adults, you know, sit down because the research shows that when you get more blood to that prefrontal cortex that houses those executive functions, and this is all based on the executive function hypothesis, but when you get more blood to the prefrontal cortex and these growth factors that accompany with that blood, it leads to structural changes, it leads to neurogenesis, it leads to greater connection between the neurons, which we refer to as long-term potentiation. And that ultimately leads to cognition. And with children, we know that cognition can lead to academic achievement. Whether we like it or not, schools are assessed based on their achievement scores. So why wouldn't you use everything within your power to improve cognition and academic achievement? And movement does just that. I mean, this really started in the field of gerontology, you know, in the 60s. And Physical activity uh, can um, be used with Alzheimer's. Now, we know the physiological benefits, but there's so much now with the cognitive benefits that when kids are moving, they tend to do better cognitively. But we also know that executive functions are really important for attention. So it actually helps to decrease hyperactivity. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but the worst thing you can do to a hyper kid is have them just sit down. You need to get them up and moving as well. I can't hear. Fascinating. Fascinating. <laughs> uh, so talk to me about the difference from supplemental to, you know, educational products in this regard. And then maybe we'll, we'll, we'll show a little bit about this. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're a little bit different in the sense that we are a true active learning platform. Now we do have some pencil to paper, which we call walk sheets. Um, so a teacher can use them after or before to see if a kid is, is understanding the concept or not. But as you can see here from our dashboard, we are, using movement as the way to to teach that overall content. So I can just show your audience a little bit here is if I go up Sounds and great. pick a, uh, let me see here. It doesn't let me on your end. Uh, I guess I have to share it from my standpoint. Can yep. you see that still? Yeah, I do. Okay. So I can pick a grade. So I pick first grade and I pick ELA literacy, and I'm gonna do reading and foundation skills. And then I wanna do long and short vowel sounds. First grade lesson, very common, no matter where you are living. So I hit play, as this is coming up, you can see below, it has these correlations. 
these correlations are specific to South Carolina. If you were logging in in a different state or a different province in Canada, we can get it set up so you're pulling in those standards. Perfect. And that's really a feature that, that really nobody else does. So I'm going to hit play here. It starts with the jingle and I can show a little bit about this concept. Everybody up to the right to walk in. We're taking our trip. You know it's better than talking. We're gonna explore because there's so much out there to know. We're the walkabouts crew. Just follow our lead. You'll know what to do. It's as easy as can be. It's another adventure. If you're ready, here we go. Let's go. That's fun. In today's walkabout, we're headed to the state park. Let's head this way for an adventure. Are you ready to move with me? In this walkabout, we're going to learn about short and long vowels. Vowels are the letters A, E, I, O, U. Sometimes Y is also considered a vowel. Long vowels say their names and short vowels make other sounds. Hike with me. Yeah. I was Raises just doing that me. in Arizona. I could relate to that. <laughs> there you go. Nice job, everyone. Today, I'll read some words out loud. Some words will have long vowel sounds, and some will have short vowel sounds. If the word has a long vowel sound, jump up and stretch your arms. Can you do that? If the word has a short vowel sound, squat down low and short. Can you try that now? Cap, does this word have a long vowel sound or a short vowel sound? Remember to jump up high and stretch your arms for long vowel sounds. Squat down low and short for short vowel sounds. Did you squat down low for the short vowel sound? All right. Drum. You can see, Robert, uh, it yeah. gives a little taste of, of what we're doing there. And I'll hit stop sharing so I can talk, talk to me about what the research says uh, in case any case studies you might have. Yeah. So we have plenty of case studies. So we have teachers that uh, have said it's really improved their learning. The kids are much more on task. They're often asking for uh, a walkabout, not knowing that they might be learning a math concept because it's language arts and it's math. And the, the studies that have shown with other products uh, that use integration is that when you put a context to it, it's easier for the kids to retain. So when we're reaching up for a long vowel sound, up, long, squatting down low for short so kids can remember that concept it also gives the teacher right away the ability to see if who's getting a concept or not what is unique too that i i didn't show is it changes every time you play it so although it plays like a video what right. if i go back and play that one right now you'll get different words you'll get different transition movements so it's a unique experience every time you do it so the kids don't get bored the teachers don't don't get bored. And kids, the way we have our walkabouts, we provide access at school as well as access at home because learning doesn't stop when they are in school, right? Learning should continue. And this way, kids can get moving with their parents as well. I mean, you talk about your cardiologist with adults. This is a great way to get teachers moving during the school day working on the walkabout with the kid. And then it's a great way for parents to do those things with their Absolutely. child. Absolutely. What, what's the sweet spot in terms of grade levels? 
So we're an elementary platform from pre-K to, to about fifth grade. So our walkabout product right there is about pre-K through second and third grade. And then we have another product coming out this fall uh, that is called 180s. They're about 180 seconds and they have some higher grade level content. So we really tackle the whole elementary grade from pre-K to fifth grade. Fantastic. You know, well-being is, uh, is at a crisis in many regions in in uh in your country and ours um not all were impacted in the same way around covid talk to me about the the social emotional learning aspect and yeah and the, absolutely. Of the outdoors and well-being right so the first of all we now know of studies that if you just see green space and are near green space you are much likelier to to be healthier and what physical activity does it also increases that self-efficacy it increases that self-concept and and movement is one of the oldest forms of learning so when kids were really isolated during covid not only they had trouble learning, but it definitely impacted their social skills and their, their self-esteem. And one thing I haven't mentioned, it also increased obesity. We know the Centers for Disease Control in, in the United States did some pre-tests to post-tests based on some of their data from pre-COVID to COVID. And the rate of BMI, which is not always the best measure, but when you take a large group of kids, significantly increase because for some kids the only movement they get is when they're at school because they go home and maybe they live in an environment that doesn't provide those physical activity opportunities so they were isolated they weren't getting movement their social emotional growth was not the way it needed to be when you're interacting with other people um, so this is a great solution we call it often a learning recovery tool as well because we're at a place right now where a lot of kids uh, are behind based on COVID so it, it, it can be used in that regard as well well there there are learning gaps that you know affect a broad spectrum of students uh, life uh, and and active living is and well-being is a big part of that because if you're not in the right frame of mind and if you're not feeling well you aren't gonna thrive that what you just said is so perfect i say that when i talk to teachers is your job is to be as best you can be every day so why wouldn't you do things that can help you with that and be active and eat healthy? And as a college professor, I tell my students, it doesn't matter your physiological health if your mental health's not in the right place. You know, that is the most important thing. And if we know physical activity, and we there's a lot of documentation and, and empirical data to show physical activity helps to reduce depressive scores, helps to reduce anxiety. I mean, it, it is really a great treatment um, and we need more kids being active. We need more adults being active um, because it's just so important. You really struck a chord around teachers and, and their well-being. And what are faculties of education doing about this? Because I would yeah. see them as, as one of your target uh, audiences, quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, as you know, one of the number one burnouts for teachers is behavior management. And the great thing about movement, whether it's our platform or others, we do know that movement helps kids to focus more. And so 
instant, you know, secondarily, if you get kids behaving better, obviously that's better health for the teachers, but we need to do a lot better about giving teachers the opportunity um, to move. You know, I've worked with a, a charter school in South Carolina that has a fitness center for their faculty. Um, wow. So, you know, that's there are, that's, that's leading yeah, edge. It's pretty nice, but it, you, you if you want your um, staff, like in any business, you want them to be performing at their best. If they're not well, it's pretty hard for them to perform at the level that their principal or their boss would want. So we need to be providing um, faculty staff wellness, not only from the movement side, we need to be providing proper nutrition. You know, my wife's a classroom teacher. You know, a lot of times people bring in food, it goes in the teacher's lounge, but it's never really healthy food, right? It's, it's often, you know, cake, donuts, celebrating birthdays, and not that we don't want to do those sort of things, but we want to be promoting a more holistic approach of eating well, getting enough sleep, make sure you're moving. And I think we're starting um, to figure out the importance of that because the data is now pretty clear on what movement does to the brain. And if it can help you stay positive, it can help you um, not only with your learning, but that positive self-concept, you're going to be better whatever you're doing, whether you're a teacher or whether you're doing some other occupation. Well said, Dr. Reed. Uh, what a pleasure to host you today. It's a such a, uh, a great pleasure to have met you at the uh, ERDI Institute in Palm Springs uh, a month or so ago. It seems a distant past now. So much has happened. What's in store for you next? Yeah, so what's in store for us, as I mentioned, we're uh, working right now on, on a, another platform. Uh, I mean, other products are for our platform with higher grades and just trying to get the word out about walkabouts. Um, for teachers and kids just to improve the overall health of our communities. Well, we've got a long way to go and, and kudos to you for taking on this, this challenge. Uh, speaking of challenges, uh, in my previous, one of my previous careers, I was uh, instrumental in launching Canada's largest aerobic workout back in the day as part of the participation challenge, which was an annual event. So it's very much part of my wheelhouse and, and passion uh, every day. And it's so important, the work that you're doing. So kudos to you for that. Thank you so much. Thank you again. That was Dr. Reed, uh, Julian Reed, uh, founder of ActiveEd and uh, the product Get Walkabouts. My name is Robert Marlaccio, the Mindshare Learning Report. Be sure to check out W Mindshare Learning to get your latest issue. And until next time, stay healthy, stay active, and keep the learning curve steep.